Welcome to the Concept 101 podcast. My name is Daniel, Stefan, and Jules. We are three concept artists currently working in the film and games industry, as well as the organizers of the Concept 101 event in London. In today's episode, we'll mainly be discussing uh, personal work and uh, why you should do it, maybe why you shouldn't do it. Maybe a whole lot more. Who knows at this point? Uh, before we start, we also have to thank the current sponsors of the Concept 101 2023 event. So a big thank you to Shark Mob, Chromatic Studios, Atom Hawk, Frame Store, Moon Colony, Foster and Partners, and Mood Visuals. Uh, so yeah, guys, personal work. It's a fairly big and I guess also a bit of a unique topic for our industry, right? Because not many, I don't think bankers go home and do personal work, right? What do you mean? They just do work yeah. <laughs> 24-7. What we do, for many people, is a passion. Yeah. So I think that's when both worlds kind of blinds together. It's like yeah. you, you we're, we're fortunate, I guess, for most of us that, it's, as I said before, it's a passion. So when you finish work, sometimes Maybe you it's just, keep doing it. yeah, yeah, it's nice to keep doing stuff. Or also sometimes at work, you don't really choose what you're doing. And up until that point, until you get your first job, you only do what you want to do in your passion. And then you get a job and then you don't do what you want to do anymore in a way. So that's when you get the chance to do your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, just as an easy thing to start off with, how much personal work do you guys actually do? Like, let's say per year. That's a pretty wide time frame to kind of figure Mm. it out. Steph, you want to start? It's a very wide time frame, I think. Every year has been different for me, so I, I don't know. Okay, I think well, the least last amount, year. Yeah, I think that's when I did the least amount because we were organizing the conference, so I had less and less time. Oh, to, it's all our fault, is it? Huh? I, kn- well, I would I would put the conference into personal work. I know it's not what we're talking about, but yeah, I mean, we, we, might, might, put, we might we might extend it a bit into, after. <laughs> if I put the conference into personal work, then uh, a lot of hours <laughs> a week <laughs> must be like. I mean, should I? I that's not. We, we, I think we're going to talk about this later because it's still personal work. We, we can talk about it like per, so per hour. Just say how much do you do per year? I don't know, like a project a year or something, two projects maybe. Okay. I think it's the best way to... to and what, what, what would you constitute as a project? How, what's usually involved in that? So I think last year, oh man, I don't remember, but last year I did a project which was like a, a painting in this case, mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And I would say, in terms of, I would say project is either selection of faster paintings or one painting that has, for me, that has a lot of thought put, in, put into it. So if I have a painting that I go, this is exactly what I want, this is how I'm going to do it, and try to figure out how to do the painting exactly how I want it, yeah. then I would say that's a project for me. If it's just like, okay, I'm just going to do this painting and not think about it too much, just like try to put something cool together, then I would say for that to be considered a project, I would have to do like multiple of them mm. and something something like that. Um, what about you, Jules? How much do you do per year? It varies a lot, I guess. Um, I, I do personal work only when I feel like I need or I want to do any. I'm not going to mm-hmm. force myself to do any more work for the sake of being more productive or that kind of stuff. Um, it varies. It's either I'm not gonna, I don't feel like doing any, so I don't do at all, or I feel like doing a lot and I just pump out a lot of personal projects in, yeah. in a short time. Um, I don't know, it's hard to give an average. I'd say maybe between three and five projects per year, maybe a bit more. Mm. I mean, this year is gonna be much more because yeah. I, I'm doing much more. Last year, I guess it was three. Yeah. Maybe two. Uh, yeah. 
it's 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 it's, it's not a constant, you know. It's yeah, really yeah. how how it you does feel. Fluctuate, the right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And you, Daniel? How much? But thank you for asking. How many hundreds of personal uh, painting do, do you about, do per day? Well, okay, I did. I think one year I did actually check. Um, I think it was when I was at university. I think I did over two hundred paintings one year. Yeah, but university. Yeah, university yeah, but, yeah, but that's Canada different. I mean, at university, I think we all did a lot of work. Yeah, but I oh, that wasn't my university course. So I did like yeah, but, a university course, and I did like two, like about a hundred pages of like personal yeah. projects and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. Last year, I think I did maybe like twenty projects mm-hmm. or like 20 20 things that i would consider projects on terms of like how much i post to art station i try and aim for like maybe five or six like substantial posts to art station every year and that usually includes like a compilation post for the year that i put up which will be like images that i've done which i like but weren't attributed to a larger project mm-hmm. so that's always one that goes up um but yeah I, I do make quite a lot of personal work this year's probably been the slowest year i think i've ever had for personal mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. just because i've been taking on more stuff in my personal time which kind of like the event i suppose mm-hmm. which is uh you know it, it does take up time like you were saying um but yeah i mean i really like doing it for me it's interesting you were saying that you know you don't like to do work outside of work but for me it is like when you're saying like you know people are passionate about it mm. i don't really find it that uh, taxing to do for me it's like that I, I do art all day, which I'm being told to do. And then after I've done yeah. that, I come back home and I do work that I want to do. And that's like my cooling down. And totally. I, I find that really enjoyable. I, I, I don't think I said that I don't like to do paintings out of work. I think I, I love it. Is I think you I said like, you said doing additional work after work, right? Somebody rewind. Did and I say that? Us. I think you did. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I, mean, do I, I don't you, mind doing get, personal work after work. Really. I guess on that note, do you do you find personal work kind of like taxing to do, guys? Because obviously, a lot of one of the main factors that I think prevents a lot of people in the industry doing personal work is that yeah, you're like well, even if you maybe you didn't say it, or maybe I misheard you, but it's that thing of like it's for them, it's more work after work to stay yeah, updated. Yeah, yeah. I would say for me. Um, I think this year I've been the best in my view, mostly because mm. I've set myself a goal at the beginning of the year to have more time for personal work. Mm-hmm. And for me, that meant exercising one day less in the gym. Like, I right. mean, usually I would work out five mm-hmm. times a week. I chopped it down to four times. And then yeah. one extra day that I don't work out, I do personal work in, yeah. in the morning. And then I would do some personal work in the evenings. And it's good because you were actually you were looking very scary before, and yeah. <laughs> um, you know now you're you're looking more normal. So yeah, I mean I was terrified of you. Yeah, Every time yeah, I walked into the house, I would cower because he would fill up the whole door frame mm. with all of his muscle. I mean he would he wouldn't enter the house anyway. No, I wouldn't. It was, too, yeah, big, it was too big to fit the door. Yeah, he was yeah. True. <laughs> just sleeping in front of the house. In fact, in fact, the reason why I made the decision wasn't just for personal work. Yeah. It was also just so I can actually live in the house that I'm renting. Yeah. Every every time you made a coffee in the morning, you just break the mug. Yeah. yeah. It was it was getting unsustainable. You know, like I would sit on the sofa and it would like start crumbling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just like, disintegrating in your yeah, presence. How many people just, did you kill shaking their hands? I didn't. I was really oh, okay. He just broke their arms. Yeah, he just broke yeah, their arms, yeah. 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 But, um, um, but yeah, I, I mean... So, I, I cannot think, relate uh, at all. <laughs> so I think I w- what I want to say, actually this year it's been feeling the easiest it felt compared to before. Um, maybe because I have a little bit more time for it, even though I do, don't do it as much. But I think... Um, 
because we organized the event, it, it does still feel very difficult for mm. me to do mm. the amount of personal work that I would want. And usually I spend time uh, on the weekends to just relax. Uh, a lot of times I hang out with my girlfriend, we go go out and do things, which helps me to relax. Um, and occasionally we would have like a day or something where we would both like have to do some work and then I would do some personal work as well. But mm-hmm. it doesn't happen that often or not enough to make like a substantial difference. But even then, it still matters. Like recently we had... Um, Sorry if I'm rambling a little bit. Recently we had like a day, uh, like a few holidays, like in UK, which were like public holidays on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Managed to do some personal work mm-hmm. there. And I was quite happy about it. Um, and yeah, going back to the question, it, it feels okay. Um, but I don't think I'm always enjoying it. There's but, definitely sometimes yeah. like pain periods which you go through with any project, whether that's at work or personal stuff where I think sometimes to create something where you're trying to push yourself. If you're creating comfort zone projects, then it's usually fine because you're kind of working within systems that you already understand. But when you're like, okay, this time I'm going to create, I'm going to go to the next level. I'm going to make something like XYZ artist, you know. Then it always becomes something much tougher where suddenly because you're forcing yourself out of your comfort zone, everything becomes a lot darker and spikier. At at the same time, it's your choice. You know, like I feel like even I especially the last few projects I've did, I've always tried to try something new that I never did before mm-hmm. or I knew I had, I would be struggling. But because I chose it and because it was a motivated choice yeah. from me, it really didn't feel too... I mean, yes, some stuff were um, technically hard, Yeah. but it wasn't mentally hard because that that was the purpose I was doing it, to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. And But wouldn't it get mentally hard if, let's say, after the 10th attempt, you were still fucking yeah. it up? Then I guess, sure. I guess yeah. luckily enough, yeah. it, it doesn't I happen. I guess you're just the genius. Yeah. Now. I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's interesting because I definitely fell into that with mm. my recent project where I started the project, mm. I did sketches, so I went through like the initial phase of sketches. Mm. I fucked it up, I showed it to Daniel, and Daniel was like, you need to restart this whole project right now. And this is not... You're making me sound really mean. No, but I mean, it was... I said you need to restart this project right now, but in a very loving way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where <laughs> I, I went to bed being like, fuck, I have to start again. But I don't know, it's, it's, it was good because it made me reconsider. Because I started the project, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this quickly so I can have this in my portfolio. Yeah. I, I restarted a personal project recently um, because I, I sent it into our group chat and everybody made fun of me. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, honestly, that, that was, uh, I don't know, I don't think it was like mean spirit. I think it was mm. just like a bit of banter. But at the same time, you know, it's like banter with a hint of truth in it. And I was like, oh, God, no. So that I completely restarted the project. Yeah, but, it, I mean, also, if you redo it, I don't know. I mean, it always turns out like, better. Usually. Yeah, 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 it turns yeah, out better. You learn new stuff and also you choose to redo it. I think... I, str- I tend to struggle more with stuff I don't choose. <laughs> okay. So if I choose, I'm going to redo something. It's always because I've got uh, uh, some thoughts behind that, which make me redo mm. it. The, the bad project I did, I redid the, the whole keyframe because I wasn't happy for some, some elements. Right. And I wasn't really happy to redo it, but it, it, it was for a whole reason, which yeah, yeah, made it, me power through it. And then I was... It feel more you know, fulfilling at yeah, the end. Yeah. yeah. And also, I guess it's my project you know like in a way i actually kind of i feel a little bit i mean yes i enjoy the 
kind of like positivity that comes from you being like, oh, I improved, that's great. But I actually find it easier to take revisions from clients, I think in a professional setting, because I very much try to remove myself from those situations where I'm like, okay, I'm here to facilitate somebody else's vision. And I get very frustrated when it's my vision that's messing up. Do you know mm, what I mean? Where yeah, I'm like, yeah, totally. like, God damn it, it's my brain that's the problem this time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess it's just the little the little nugget of freedom you get. <laughs> you yeah. like, oh, I can make a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you're happy to make it. Um, I, I definitely yeah. found that it helps to show other people my totally, projects. Totally. That, that, that also eliminates, like it allows you to be back into the same aspect where people are giving you mm-hmm. feedback mm-hmm. and you're taking it on is what I try to do. Don't, do you think though, um, as a little uh, sidetrack to this, do do you try to actively think about who you show work to for feedback? Because I found, I think, the more experience I've gained that if you show everybody feedback, you get into that like too many chefs in the kitchen situation very quickly. Yeah. Where yeah. suddenly it's like one person. There's like maybe one person you're like, oh, they're the perfect person for designing a plant, and they're like, you should make it purple, and you're like, okay, but then you go to like. 10 other people mm. and three of them say purple four of them say blue and the how many how many people they say 10 i don't know three and three four four people say orange <laughs> i think and and you're sitting there and you're like just make a rainbow you. plant after yeah, that yeah yeah. yeah yeah but that's the thing is like then the feedback isn't direct i and you have to then filter through all of these slightly yeah. problematic feedback that you might yeah. be getting i don't show it to many people at all yeah i mean i, I show yeah. it to both of you guys my colleagues if there's yeah. an occasion for it and then i would send it to my parents and to my girlfriend but most of the time given the the context mm-hmm. you know i know that the people the non-artists they're gonna react if there's something really off yeah you know? so if there's something that's maybe it's it's a artistic thing thing yeah. but if it looks really off fundamentally yeah they're gonna they're gonna notice it. Otherwise, you, they're just gonna say, "Oh, it's very nice." No matter how yeah, yeah, good yeah. or bad it is. Do you know, one thing I always find really funny, which I think you have to kind of learn as you gain more experience when you're showing stuff to people, mm. is um, there's that classic thing of like you show your work to somebody who isn't an artist, and they go, "Why is the I don't know the dog flying and he's on fire?" And yeah. you go, oh, "You just don't fucking get it." <laughs> and that is a really important thing to understand. I think as you go is like. It, it, that is kind of very similar to that old excuse of like it's just my style where mm. when people did something horribly wrong you're like well that anatomy's really fucked up and they're like look okay, it's so, just my style man so and you, it, I, I had this a lot when I was doing at some point I was doing stylized work yeah and my parents would be like I think the proportions are off and I was like well it's just because it's stylized mm. but yeah, then so what you guys- then I would be in, a, in between where I would actually listen to the feedback yeah but then it would look not properly stylized. Right, right, right. And then I was, uh, it, it, yeah. So I mean, obviously, it, it, I'm not, it was a mistake to listen to that feedback. Yeah, I'm not saying it always works, but yeah, I think yeah. sometimes um, it's always, I think when you're getting feedback from somebody, um, there was a phase that I went through where I would take feedback from literally anybody and I would try and implement it. Yeah. So I even got an Instagram comment one day where somebody was like, it was completely unwarranted. I don't know why this person did that, but they were like, I think you should make that pu- plant purple or whatever. Mm. And I tried it just for the sake of trying it because I think it is, I think it is good to um, have the experience of putting down a lot of people's feedback and seeing how it works because then that increases your own like your own critical yeah. faculties so you can make more decisions by yourself. It's important to be open to feedback yeah. and it's important to actually really, if think. someone tells you something, yeah, think about it. Don't be like no, stupid. Just think about it. Yeah. And maybe I guess with experience, with time. 
it's faster to think about it, let's say, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you just know in a more uh, instant way. Yeah. Um, and then it just gets faster to just cycle through feedback, cycle to go through feedback. Yeah. I also want to say you touched there on something regarding doing like versions or variations. Mm. Um, even like bigger changes to your initial painting or sketch or design. And yeah, I think it's a valuable skill to have. And I've noticed that as well with me. I, I had to do some paintings at work recently where I was doing a lot of like big changes for them. And, uh, you know, once I did it, I thought, oh, this is good that I've learned it now because yeah. whenever I want to try something new in my, in my own concepts, I know, okay, I can do it. I can, I can try like big changes in a painting. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's useful. It is, I think what you're talking about is that whole thing of like killing your darlings, right? Yeah, Where yeah. You, um, you don't get too attached mm -hmm. to a singular thing. So you kind of have that mental ability to just rip something up metaphorically and start again, which yeah. I think is important to understand when you've kind of fucked up as well. And just yeah. be, you know, to kind of, I did, I did um, not, not the one that I restarted because of the bullying, but uh, the, <laughs> the baby demon project that I put up on Instagram, yeah. maybe I guess at the time of recording, that was like two weeks ago, maybe, maybe a bit less. Yeah. Yeah. I did so many different versions of that project where like I have a whole uh, PSD file of just like loads of different keyframes and like test images and test 3D because lots of those images just didn't work and they didn't achieve what mm -hmm. I wanted them to achieve. And I have no problem at this stage just completely ripping something to shreds. I started that project like again, 10 times over mm -hmm. probably. And I do that all the time. When, I, unless I have a really clear idea yeah. of what I want. But sometimes I start off with the concept like, I think the concept of that was like gate to hell. And I was like, how can I make something interesting that isn't just a big fucking gate? Mm -hmm. um, and then I was talking to Stefan and Stefan came up with this idea of like, oh, maybe it's like this spherical thing that's like hanging from the ceiling. That's like a different, and, and that's the portal. And then I was like, okay. And then from there I built up like an embryo thing and then I did some paint overs and some renders and then I built in this big, weird, spiky, spherical shit. And yeah, it just ended up being much more interesting because I was willing to yeah. not go with the first yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very useful you know how to do this. And also it's good to... So I've, I have I think I used to when I was in university, I used to just be like, okay, this is my idea for the project and it has to work, you know? And then I'm like struggling with it, being like, God, oh, this and that. And I think it's good to... Sometimes it's good to just have an overarching idea like you know what you're doing and know some specifics, like maybe have some story written to it, but be willing to change it. Like I'm working on a vehicle project now, or mech project, to be honest. Yeah. You know, less of a vehicle thing. Um, but uh, it's it changed from the idea, from the initial idea. Uh, it changed, it evolved, but I always tried to evolve it towards what I thought was appropriate. And like sometimes Dan or Jules would be like, oh, what if this is this? What if this is that? I'd be like, you know what? That's a cool idea. And also if they suggest a cool idea and maybe I already feel a little bit burned out on the project or I don't want to do it as much, okay, I would rather change it to something more, more new and exciting rather than trying to bash the same idea and it's not yeah. working it's and changing it, you know? Yeah. Just like adapt it. Like, Initially, I wanted to make it look more feudal or whatever. And then Dan was like, oh, but the sketch looks very kind of hard surface military. Yeah, why not make it that? And I was like, okay, why not? Like, I already like it like that. Yeah. I think it's an interesting thing about free, uh, freelance work, <laughs> personal work. <laughs> Daniel been doing too much freelance lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, doing like personal work. 
you do have the inherent ability to change it up however you want. Mm. And there's not really um, too much point in anchoring yourself desperately to some like law that you've built or to some world building that you really want to do. Because at the end of the day, you're usually making personal work for the purpose of showing it to people to show mm. off your visual skills. And you don't want to mess up the visual of your image for the sake of something that no one's ever going yeah, to care yeah. about. Where you're like, I remember, Stefan, when you were at university, you had a project about like an acid rain planet. And yeah, I, I remember us having a conversation about it. And you would you read me like a five page script about <laughs> the way that this ecosystem works and stuff. And you're like, and that's why this leaf has to be red. And I was like, yeah, but it looks really bad in this image. And you were like, but Daniel, it has to be red. <laughs> And eventually, like, after, like, two hours of talking, you were like, okay, I'll change it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you can't get... I think that is one of the advantages of it is that you never have to be stuck down by an idea. You're not working on a film. You're not working on a game where it has a set script and there are certain things that need to happen. You can change that script mm -hmm. however you want to make it better for what you want. Yeah, yeah. This is also why it's very good to show it to people. Yeah. Proper feedback. And just something I wanted to add as well for the receiving feedback and how to judge it, I guess. Once you get to work and once you get a lot of feedback every day from clients and from and from uh, directors, that kind of stuff, yeah. you also, by applying this feedback, get to slowly understand what's good and what's bad feedback. You know, Sometimes yeah. you get obviously bad feedback, but it's because it's to fit the script. Yeah. So you know it's making the image worse, Yeah. visually but but <laughs> it is <laughs> but it is to fit something you know so yeah. this is something that you know okay that's some sort of bad visual feedback but then yeah. sometimes you get feedback from your director and no matter how good or bad this feedback sounds then you apply it and you're like oh wow that was such a valuable feedback yeah. you gave me and like even if sometimes the feedback sounds stupid or sounds a bit weird you apply it and then you're like wow okay <laughs> like this And, and then you you turn on and off the the, the feedback and like the what you change and it just looks so so much shit before yeah and and it's good to just have this background of getting feedback every day from clients in a professional per context where you basically cannot say no to feedback yeah and and that that's also allows you to kind of judge it uh, better in your personal uh, in your personal work yeah totally. so yeah things I wanted to add <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I don't really have to deal with I mean I have I how, how often do you guys get feedback uh, it depends on the, on the project okay so you had but on personal work daily. whenever I want yeah. yeah and that is the subject matter of this podcast you, you, you control it more <laughs> Dude, I mean I uh, I get I mostly get feedback from you then on my that is because we live together yeah yeah And then when I post it from Jules as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's it. Yeah, I'm constantly, I stand over Stefan's shoulder yeah. and every paint he'll stroke like, he makes, I, I Actually, either no. approve or disapprove. On the it. left, on the right, a bit more on the right, a bit more yeah. on the left. Yeah. No, I have I have uh, definitely had uh, feedbacks before where Dan came into my room and was like, I was at uh, the previous last painting I was uh, doing, uh, which was like the one with like a big robot painting on the wall. Yeah. Dan was really like, oh, how about one. we make it? Thank you. How about we make it a night painting? Like it was meant to be a day scene. And then when a like bright scene, and he's like, how about it should be like at night? And they're taking the painting down. down. You're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told and, you. And 10 minutes after you're like, he's right. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the worst kind of feedback on like a personal thing yeah. is when... 
you're like really deep into the project you're like very committed to a certain look and someone suggests something and they're like just try it just try mm. it you know they say it in a nice way and you're like fine man i'll try it whatever yeah. and you do it and then you're like that looks so much better mm-hmm. and you just don't want to admit it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're like yeah i tried i did change a few things from what you said um but you know th- thanks i guess <laughs> um I mean, one of the other things about personal work is, you know, like, why do you guys think yeah. it's important? Why why should you do it? Like, because obviously I think there is a sense of self-fulfillment and like mm. creative fulfillment that can come from from doing, you know, this kind of stuff. But there's a lot of other reasons, like, for example, keeping your professional portfolio fresh, yep. finding new work, um, making people, keeping your skills updated and allowing people to see what you can actually do, you know? So when I do personal work, yeah, it's for a set. It's always for a specific reason. Let's say, sure. either because I feel like I personally crave creating something, mm. or I have got an idea which I really think would look good, mm-hmm. and this is going to motivate me. It's going to bring me in a motivation. Basically, I need something that motivates me, right? Yeah. So either it's just you know uh, creating something cool, yeah. like I said before, uh, then it could be well. I want to add elements to my portfolio, you know, yeah. for clients yeah. or for uh, changing job, that kind of stuff. Yeah. When I when I changed, when I when I wanted to go to Frame Store, I did projects that, in my opinion, were fitting to Frame Store. Yeah, uh, the the crocodile insect was very fitting. The mm-hmm. the monkey mm-hmm. thing was also very fitting. So, the purpose was because I thought I had a good idea, but also because it was career driven, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and and yeah, and then I guess the last one, which is also career driven, but it's also just to to being productive and to be able to publish online. And I guess once you reach, um, the, not saying that there's an end level of concept art, but once you work for set company size or set client size, the only way up, let's say is either by spending years, years, years doing a job and getting respect from the industry, yeah. or spending extra time in your free time producing personal work and getting, I guess, followers or getting attention, which is another way to kind of get credit in the community. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I guess in terms of like attention, there's the, there's that thing of like, you could have like 100,000 followers, mm. but if it's if you don't have the right 100,000 people following, it's kind of meaningless. Like when mm-hmm. you're working in the concept art industry, you want it to be professional concept artists who follow you, right? So you want to yeah. make work that, I guess part of the reason you might make personal work is to encourage like, you know, if there's some artist you like, mm. uh, uh, Mick Jagger, maybe. Famous concept artist <laughs> Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. Maybe one of the reasons that you might do personal work is to get somebody like that to follow you so they're aware of your work. Yeah. Because it is very valuable when you have people who are higher up in their careers than you who might be, you know, liking and commenting mm-hmm. and reposting your stuff because it kind of adds clout, I guess, yeah. to, to yeah, be able also, to... Yeah. yeah. Makes you also more more famous within that circle, right? So there's yeah. a higher chance that they're going to recommend you to someone. Or... Totally. It, it, it just makes you more valuable uh, yeah. because you have more chance to getting clients because more people see your work mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you have is- more chance to be recommended uh, I mean it, it just increases um, your visibility I guess yeah. and it's very important you're probably I suppose also in terms of like let's say like job hunting and stuff you're probably less likely to get art tested and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you have a larger portfolio 
um, because you're showing the you know like your skills up front especially yeah, yeah. if you have a portfolio that's out of date by like six years then that's going to be a little bit difficult for you right to be able to go to somebody yeah and be like, hey i'm really good and they're gonna go trust me man trust, trust me, me yeah. bro i'm very yeah. good you can't show anything because it's all under nda yeah everything's locked off on like a company server so yeah i mean your only option for and the only option for a lot of people who work in concept art because a lot of people if you're working games you might not be able to show images for four plus years yeah between stuff right I yeah. forgot. I forgot one reason why also I do personal work. Yeah, it's because I want to learn specific things. I so, thought you said that. Did I say yeah. learning? I said learning. You said for a specific reasons. Yeah. And okay. I imply I, in right. my brain, but now for the listener, you can explicitly say <laughs> learning. Learning. <laughs> so like, yeah, learning new software, new techniques, uh, things I want to get better, or things I want to get hired for. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. I I think I have a fairly chunky portfolio. Um, and for me now, the reason I make personal work is just because I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I have like some insanely perfect portfolio or whatever. Like, no, it's just like I'm a, it's a portfolio of a guy who's been in the industry for two years, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not the craziest thing in the world, but it's big enough that I think it shows off a lot of my skill set. And so any additional stuff that I make now, I'm trying to angle it towards things that I suppose will be things that i might want to work on in the future mm-hmm. so for me like fantasy artwork is not like a massive thing for me like I, I i'm not that big of a fan of lord of the rings but i would love to work on original sci-fi projects so i'm thinking over the next like year whenever i do have time to do freelance work i'm going to try and angle it more towards sci-fi so i can attract that kind of work yeah yeah and also because i like that kind of work like that's what i genuinely enjoy doing and mm-hmm. that's the kind of media i enjoy consuming as well so I def- yeah i definitely feel like i'm still in the boat of like having an old portfolio basically and um trying to update it with new projects and i and i find it difficult right now with the project that i'm working on because i knew i know that i could be doing things faster but maybe there wouldn't be to the best quality or mm. um, maybe they could still represent the level that I'm at. But if I if I want to push myself and make something really cool, it just takes time. Yeah. Uh, at least with hard surface for me, for sure. Um, and weirdly enough, I'm the only one, I think, out of the three of us who hasn't released any of his concepts, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I've released any? like... I think I released like two concepts like from now. work from work I've, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've released the most I think here yeah, yeah. I've released like 10 or 12 and I've, been, and I've been working longer than any of you two yeah the, not not by much right but I've been working I looked it up I think like two and two two years and five months yeah. I think at Shark Mob now and I haven't released anything because the games are not released weirdly I'm not that desperate to release a lot of my, uh, a yeah. lot of my work it's also stuff. because like, you, I do. Have, you have such a big amount of personal work yeah, I mean, yeah. there is one. I mean, you guys know the movie that I really want to show the the work work from as well. But like, there are some films where like I'm like, yeah, oh my mm. god, I, I really want to show that stuff. But I think I've also kind of, um, I I very much like set my expectations at like they're like below ground, they're like yeah. at bedrock for like whether I can show stuff. For me, it would be a very happy surprise if I can show anything. But realistically, working in movies, in games, in whatever, 
it's just so unlikely. And no matter what stage you work on at the project, it's ultimately up to like, hey, are they going to put an art book out, right? Yeah. yeah. Is the director a massive also, fan like, of how much, work? Also, like, how much of the work that you've done... If you worked on a game on a pre-production or something, right? Like, how much of that yeah. is getting to the final game? Yeah, and, and also, you if you work on the movie three years ago... Yeah. Do they remember you? When you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, also, I mean, let's say, I think all of us are much better now than when we started. Yeah. You, you learn a lot when you start to work, right? So, if I can show stuff that I did, like, my first day of work... Maybe I don't really want, or like uh, it's. I mean, yeah, it could I be cool. There's some stuff which I've done where I'm like, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Like I would just throw it into like I did a lot of VFX work and mm. stuff, and I would just throw that into like a VFX portfolio yeah. section where I'd be like, oh look, here's a bunch of VFX. I mean, stuff sometimes I did. it's also good to just post that you worked on a project. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, just, yeah. Do, just do just otherwise, like imagine you you worked on a project and then you can't post about it, right? Yeah. And yeah. then. It's like it's like with Doctor Strange. No one believes you, you know. Like I, I wish on Doctor Strange. This has definitely been out long enough. I can talk about this. I can yeah. definitely say what I did. I, I designed um pretty much. There's the scene in the British Museum where Wanda comes in and she fights that universe's the Avengers, and it's like um, John Krasinski from The Office. Um, <laughs> and, uh, super hilarious. Yeah, the guy yeah. from X Men, and uh, there's Captain Marvel, and I can't remember who else. And I help design their death scenes that was like and that was quite a big thing and I, I got to do like the big explosion at the end of that scene i did a lot of work for that i was working on it for months i designed some statues in the background and stuff like that but i don't think i can probably ever show any of that but it would be nice to did show you that. go through the hassle of asking and for i can't remember honestly it was so long ago well now. you should try now maybe but it's it's just interesting because is that work like the stuff that i'm most proud of in the world well not really but it would be a fun post. Also, you know it gives I mean? you know. Also, it, it gives a lot of street cred to yeah, click yeah, yeah, on yeah, an yeah. Art, clicking on someone's artistion and seeing Doctor Strange yeah. or seeing yeah. Marvel or Star Wars or whatever. It just. I mean, I've like, got my I've got my IMDb page attached, yeah. and like I have a list of all the projects I've worked on on my art station. But yeah, it's not quite the same. It as, is. It is not the same. Yeah. No, I think like even if you go on IMDb, you just click on it. And it's like. It, IMDb doesn't look very I mean, I've been in the film industry two years and I don't think I have a single piece of film work in my portfolio on ArtStation. Yeah, it's true. So, um, not, and obviously it's a bit of a shame because I have been working on movies like solidly for two years and a lot of them have come out and a lot of the VFX that I did and a lot of the pre-production design that I've done has remained in the film till the end, but it's just like, oh yeah, I can't show it. I think that's like the one surprise I had, even though I was expecting that some, like people don't show their work and I think, and I knew that sometimes you don't get to show anything on a project and there've been instances that I've heard before of concept artists who worked on things and never were able to show and for many years, I think like there was a Ben Morrow thing, right? I know one guy who essentially worked in the industry for eight years and he never got to show anything. Yeah, yeah. Also, some pretty... people they work for games for like four years and then games is cancelled. Yeah, and then they can't show. And, it. Yeah. yeah, and I th- think about on Overwatch, right? That game had a game that pre-existed it that that got they then changed the pre. I think it was called like Titan, right? I don't know. Titan was a game that was under development for quite a long time, mm-hmm. and then they took Titan and they made Overwatch out of that. So that's probably like two plus years yeah. of pre-production that were just gone. Yeah. And that it's and, so and all the, all in the art book that exists is one page of work from Titan. That that's the good thing from 
the Can film, I just... The I just want to yeah, go for it, go for it. What I wanted to say is I heard about it, but I wasn't ready how it feels. Yeah. So it definitely feels a lot more worse than I thought to to think of like not being able to show your work. Yeah. And, and I do think that obviously the skill is still there. So I know that I can do this, produce this, do similar things, similar designs or even better. Uh, and I've definitely improved. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I've improved since then, but it still kind of sucks. Uh, it, think I think it that. feels bad when you have like maybe a gap in your portfolio and somebody calls you out on it and they're like, Oh man, it would be nice to see more evidence of like I don't know, sci-fi designing. Yeah, before. and, you just and you're like, oh, I got the perfect thing, but I can't show you, and I can't even tell you it exists. Yeah. And that always feels really bad when you're just like, you know that you can do it because you have done it, yeah. and for a client as well, but yeah. you can't prove it you, because you, you're you're under strict NDA. Yeah. Do you think that also sometimes pushes people to do personal work? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I, I think one thing, although I'm saying that, like, I love personal work and I love making art, which is true. I do, I do love making art. And if I'm not doing a personal project, I'm sketching or I'm painting or I'm doing whatever. But one of the realities also, I think, is that in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, like, oh, shit, don't become, like, don't let your portfolio become irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? Don't let it become out of date. Don't, you don't, because... I think one thing that really scares me is I've seen a certain amount of people um, and I've been told by people who like mentored me of like, you know, like, like tales of tales of misery and woe where, you know, somebody has worked in a studio for five years. They've been really busy at the studio. They put their heart and soul into that studio and then suddenly, bang, they got fired, right? Or they were made redundant or the company closed down or the game project was canceled. And there they are left to their own devices trying to find a new job and they cannot find one because they don't have any evidence do you know what i mean yeah. they they maybe they graduated from university and they went straight to this company this was one thing i like have heard before like someone graduates they go straight to a studio they stay there for years and years and years and get laid off have university portfolio yeah and then God. all they have is their work from university and yeah. they can't show anything no ships titles yeah no, and even worse is let's say like let's be let's be real there are some people in the industry who have things called like nda portfolios right which mm. is like password locked portfolios where they might be like hey if you want to see a little bit of cheeky back alley work let me show mm. you and they'll show you like there's one guy I met at a convention who he wasn't even cheeky about it he just had an ipad and he was like look what i've been working on a morbius <laughs> which i was like wow that's a uh, very plain you. well done um but some, yeah. some some people really don't care some, some people really don't care yeah. which is interesting yeah, yeah. especially I mean, given that you should care. And NDA yeah. is very important. Um, but yeah, you can yeah. be you can be stuck in that position. Yeah. And you know, those people with password locked portfolios, that's because the work is on their hard drives. Some companies even have like locked down hard drives where you can yeah. never <laughs> the work just, never you're like leaves. Forever stuck. It's like yeah. That. Yeah. Unless you unless you like take pictures on yeah. a on like a So so for me, I would never ever ever want to be in that position. So I think the doing quite a lot of personal work also solves that like mental thing in the back of my head you know which would keep me up at night being like yeah oh god something's bad gonna happen something bad's no, gonna happen it's it's doing personal work at least i i can relate i can relate to that because like let's say three months ago two months ago yeah. i produced a lot of personal work yeah which updated my portfolio kind of thing yeah so now my portfolio i think is much more reflective to what i'm able to do yeah okay. and i feel much better now 
of my online presence, let's say, yeah. or of my, I feel much better about my station, my Instagram. Because and you all know that. when people look up your name. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like oh, Jules who works at Framestore, and then they just see a portfolio from like f- f- two years ago, yeah. which is bad, you know. So now it's like oh, Jules <laughs> who works for this company, then, and then, then they it, see the portfolio, and it's like okay, well. They're like, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, hopefully it makes sense. <laughs> they then look at your portfolio and go, how did that happen? <laughs> he hasn't changed. It's yeah. even worse. No, but you know, like, and it, it's, it is a, I don't know, it's just a, I guess, self. I guess it's an insecurity, right? Yeah, 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 totally. I definitely feel like I'm in the boat right now. I have, it's I don't have a two-year-old. In a room, we're not in a boat. I, I don't have a two-year-old portfolio, but also the work that I have posted doesn't exactly reflect on the things that I've learned, even on the, in the in this year you know like i haven't posted a personal project this year right yeah but you have been i think taking like i mean considering that for two years you did no personal work i think you're taking quite big leaps and strides in doing more yeah and on that note perfect segue what do you you know if you want to do personal work but you're struggling what's your advice to people Uh, stefan do you want to start this off buddy yeah i guess i can yeah no i um so Maybe I have a lot of experience in that, but uh, I, I, I would say first you need to get into a position where uh, you don't really, you need to like enjoy your personal work somewhat. I yeah. think if you are in a, like I was after uni in a position where I didn't really want to force myself into doing anything. So I really didn't do much for like a year or two because I knew that it would just be bad for my mental health. So I think once you're past that, let's say you're past that, and then you're still struggling because you're busy, you are organizing a conference, you have like other things, you hang out with your friends, you love your social life, right? So you go to the gym. So what did I did? I mean, Daniel always said uh, to me, which is like, well, you know, if you go to the gym five times a week and you don't have time for personal work, it's your choice. And it's true. And I think it's about reflecting honestly of like how much personal work you want to do um, mm. and how much you're willing to kind of give time for it and where can you optimize your time. Mm. So I can explain quickly where I optimize my time. Can I, can I add something into that? Because yeah. I, I got the question actually on the... Because I got, I got 3,000 followers on Instagram. Oh my God. After like eight years of having Instagram, I was like, yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A following. Um, so I did like a mini Q&A and I did actually get Look the at question. Dan being an influencer now. I know. God, I'm so famous, huh? Um, but I, I got the question, like, how do you do more personal work? And I think something to add in is like, if you really, because you're talking about like being self-reflective, right? Yeah. If you really, really, really have to force it, then maybe you just really need to take a look at yourself and think about, if you want to do this, like not even if you want to be a concept artist, but if you want to be one of those people who like puts in like shit tons of passion, quote unquote, because there's plenty of fucking people in the industry. It's totally, who it's a job for, yeah, and that's totally fine, fine not to do yeah. personal work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is, I, I, I there's think, nothing bad about not doing personal work if you don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Right. If you feel bad about not doing it, then okay, do it. But I think, I think one of the problems is that like in the industry, we kind of have like bred a culture of guilt around like not yeah, doing personal bit. work where some people are like like i definitely speak to some people and they're like oh man i feel so bad for not doing personal work and it's yeah. like okay but like do you want to do it because it shouldn't be something look that yes there are points in time where maybe you do have to force yourself to do it because you're like i want to upgrade my job or whatever but at the same time like it should be something that's enjoyable i think yeah. i think yeah. it should be something that you want to do 
And I think if you want to do it, then it should be connected to maybe like larger goals about what you want to do with your life and stuff. Totally. But yeah. there's plenty of people out in the world who just, you know, want to do their job and then they go home, they chill out, they have hobbies that aren't art based. Mm -hmm. They go climbing, they play football, they hang out with their friends, whatever. And that is also totally fine. And I, I, I think it's a little bit, um, I don't know, I think it's like almost like a psychosis bred from the industry where like, especially because it's all visual and we're seeing each other posting work all the time. Yeah. Where you feel like you have to do it because other people are doing social, it. Social think, media are not yeah. helping. Everyone is always comparing themselves to others. Everyone who's got a job has got the imposter syndrome, let's say that, oh, if I have a job, well, I should prove that I'm worth it. Or like, and it's, it's this constant thing where you always want to put out stuff yeah. to... I think that's why because I did, you compare yourself. I think that's why I did the two years where I almost didn't do anything mm. because, like, that's that helped me to get over it a little bit mentally. It's just to because yeah, you need to if you. I knew I wanted to do it, but definitely at the beginning of at the end of my uni, like I I just didn't like every time I did it, I didn't enjoy it. So I think it's yeah. about like yeah. finding the enjoyment and i don't know again if you know if like i think probably deep down you know if mm -hmm. you don't like it or if that's not what you want like maybe imagine you like if you are sitting down doing personal work and on your head you're thinking man i should be living my life i should be going to all yeah, these yeah. all these parties i should be all doing like if that's what you're thinking about then probably should be going to all those parties you shouldn't be sitting yeah. down and yeah. But if you are in those parties, be like, man, I should be doing all these amazing projects. I should be all, I should be like doing all, exploring all these creative endeavors. And this is what I want to do. If you are in that mindset, then maybe you should do that. You know, it's just like finding, understanding yourself. And also, I think it takes time to like get to it and like understand yourself. Th as there's well. always balance, you know, like mm -hmm. you don't have to choose it in both. You can just balance it yeah. and choose okay. things. And, you know, maybe at some point you, I haven't been to a party in, in 20 years. All, oh, I've been all I've been doing is working. I never hang out with my Well, the only party we go to is the, <laughs> yeah, the concept yeah. one. Uh, yeah, we party. Are, <laughs> actually, let's, yeah. let's, get, let's quickly back, get back to the where I was breaking down how to have more time for it because I, I also hang out with my friends and same as Daniel. And I don't count, Stefan. Just because we live together, it doesn't count. <laughs> I hang out with I'm Jules. Just joking, I'm just <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. We hang out together oh, well, as well. Oh well, da, look at you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is like we all have lives outside yeah. of doing yeah. art. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you always have to carve out some time. Yeah. To do personal work, and I tend that every time I start to do personal work mm. because I want to. There's always something else. Most of the time, I've got to sacrifice on doing less. Yeah. So let's say I'm going to play some video games with my friends. Well, if I do personal work and I'm like passionate about some mm -hmm. personal work, then maybe for two weeks or a week, I'm not going to see my online yeah. friends. It also depends on your personality, right? Because yeah. although I am like fairly extroverted, I don't. I think I'm kind of extroverted in bursts. Like I've. I would recommend to to people like. You just Why enter you a room. You just enter a room. You shout and then you leave. Kind <laughs> of. Then you go paint. <laughs> well, it's just like I've had weeks where, like, for two weeks, I'm doing something every day. Like, I'm going. I, I've gone. I've had weeks where I've been like, I'm going to like four parties this week, and I'm going to a concert. Oh, I remember that. that thing was like I'm, a specifically busy time. Yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. was like, I'm going to this and this and this and meeting yeah. with everyone. And it's like two weeks. It was like two weeks. I couldn't do anything else. And by the end of that two weeks, I was so 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 tired. And I just didn't do anything for a week afterwards because I need to like recover. Mm. And it's like, 
if you experiment with like, you know, it also depends on how you're feeling that week and your mood at that time and stuff. But once you get to kind of like know yourself, I think, then you can make like a climate, like, like adjustments to mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Some weeks I'm like, Jesus Christ, I do not want to do anything. I don't want to see anybody. So I'm going to do five days of personal work and just mm-hmm. paint at home. And some days I'm, I'm like, oh, I miss all my friends. We're, we're doing this on Monday. We're doing this on Tuesday. We're going to go climbing this day. Then we're going to have a party. Woo. And yeah, but it, it fluctuates, right? And if yeah, you, totally. I, I think people, you can't have like too strict a regiment around things. I think that's always a kind of, recipe for a bit of misery in a way or really if it's too much like repetition of the yeah. same stuff like yeah. not allowing yourself like yeah. if you go like oh i have to do this yeah. that day and no matter what and it's, like, it's that- like you actually have very for some of you although we make fun of you occasionally for going to the gym and stuff you actually have very good discipline and balance with going to the gym because hmm. you go to the gym regularly and you very rarely miss out a day but you do make sure that there are exceptions where you're like, okay, well, yes, I'll make an exception and not go to the gym that day because something important is happening, yeah. right? And I think yeah. it's really destructive when somebody has a regimen that they have to follow so closely that they then miss out on extra life experiences. Yeah, the exception makes stuff. the rule, yeah. as one might say. <laughs> Wait, what the heck, Jules? I'm not even sure if that's... Is that a phrase? I'm going to look it that is, up. I heard it's, yeah. it's French. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Well, can you say it in the, French? So the exception better. makes the rule. So uh, if there's a rule, so if you have an exception, it kind of proves that there is a rule. Okay. Yeah, I heard this you know before, I mean? like in that, Russian that, or Ukrainian. That is a phrase. I'm just stupid. Slacking. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I, what I want to talk about as well in that in that sense um, that, like, this week, for example, I, uh, I. You know, just as, like we had to do some conference stuff. So, like for example, usually I would go to the gym on Monday, but I didn't because I, in the mornings I decided to do some conference stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna do that. And then on Tuesday I went because I was still excited. I woke up, I was like, okay, going to the gym, this is awesome. And then then it was Tuesday evening, and I remember texting my girlfriend, and be like, I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> like I, I feel tired, and all these other things. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna wake up in the morning. And I'll just see if I, if in that morning I wake up and I want to do personal work or because usually on Wednesdays morning I'll do personal work or I want to sort out some conference or start work early or go to the gym, I'll just see how I feel. And I walk up and I was like, okay, I want to go to the gym. I feel good. Let's do this, you know? And, uh, but if if I I didn't, sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I had those moments where I just didn't go to the gym and it was okay as well. Uh, Or I just did other things or like decided to sleep longer. It's, if I if I did that method every morning, it would be uh, going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, Daniel. Yeah. Well, so at the end, we like personal work comes into a context of people that have a job, right? If you uh, don't have a job, I say that personal work is, is just, your work. Is your work, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's just it's just fun. Like it's it's a passion thing, you know, right? You like you, I, I actually think... When it's, it's, it's more personal project than personal work. I think when you're a student, it's less fun. It's yeah, more stressful. Yeah, because it's, it's also because you've got to find a job, a job and because yeah. you need to think about it so fucking hard because it needs to be the perfect project to get the perfect job and all that. Like, when I talk to students a lot of the time, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you need to make a project like this. And they'll be like, what about this project you put out last week? That doesn't have mm. 10 iterations and, like, a layers of feedback and, like, this and that. And I'm like... Yeah, well, I have a job now, so it doesn't matter. I just do whatever I want, kind of. Like, as long as it, you know, as long as it serves a purpose in my portfolio or I can show it to a client. But 
Yeah, when you're a student, oh my God, I found it so stressful building on my portfolio mm. because I was, I had such heavy expectations on myself and such heavy expectations for every single project. And it was, it, I wouldn't say it was painful, but it wasn't far off. Listen to our previous podcast, uh, Portfolio Mistakes, <laughs> to no more. What if this one comes out, doesn't come out immediately after that one? Then you'll sound silly. It will come out immediately after that one. Oh, will it? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Just to make sure of it. <laughs> yeah. He's got to write a note on his I mean, screen. I mean, so we, 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 we upload it in order, so. Do we? Yeah. No, I didn't know. The, <laughs> the, the only one we, that was a bit of a, the announcement one. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one was recorded. Yeah. And in a way, isn't this personal work as well? Talking with our friends around the table about random shit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely work. Oh, Ooh, so oh, tough. Yeah, annoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the conference or event, whatever you call it, thing, is a personal work, personal project. Um, I, I tend to feel like when I'm doing a lot of event stuff, yeah. I, it takes quite some time. And I, and I guess it's time I don't spend seeing my friends, seeing my girlfriends, uh, going out. <laughs> Girlfriend, not, not S. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so it's, it, then it's like, you know, do I want to lose more social time to do personal uh, artwork on the yeah. side? Not really. And, and so, you know, at the end also the, the, the event stuff is I guess some sort of passion work as well because we're yeah. not getting anything with I mean we're getting stuff out of it but not um, really. Not, yeah, not, not real we, stuff. <laughs> not not any tangible uh, element, I guess. A lot of a lot of recent conversations. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we're getting some we're getting some good karma maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the karmic there, wheel it's, it's, will turn It's interesting like sometimes um like my uh, colleague Marcus at work, he would he would sometimes be like, "Yo, the conference is so big, it's so important, man. What you're doing?" And, and when he says it, I'm like, oh, "Okay, it makes sense." Like, I guess <laughs> no, it's good that some people feel that way, you know? Because <laughs> no, because sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, does it even make a difference? No, 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 <laughs> dude, dude. You know, it's it's funny because when you when you see an event or when you see an, some sort of organization, yeah they tend to look mighty and big and like people know exactly what they're doing and it's like yeah. a very organized and people doing serious talk on a table yeah, and knowing yeah, yeah. where they're going and most of the time it's just dudes yeah we just we're just three little boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 funny to see how people perceive us uh, i guess thanks to the branding we've been doing in the, the previous event yeah and how it actually is it's just three dudes Sending tons of emails, <laughs> yeah, tons yeah, yeah, of organization, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's not, and that was that's why when we when we did the drink and draw or or when at the event we actually see like okay that's why and that's yeah, how people yeah, yeah. perceive us and it actually brings a lot of sense. Yeah, to bring back to the subject thing, um, you were talking about like having multiple things going on, including the event, right? Mm. And I totally kind of resonate with what you're saying because for me, although personal work is the thing that I find the most fun because it's kind of a it's like a luxury activity to me in a mm. way where i'm like okay this is what i do for my personal enjoyment mm. and so when i'm very busy it is the first thing to go out the window in terms of like what am i going to do this week because if i'm really really busy i'm not doing personal work so mm -hmm. yeah i think but again that's one of the kind of luxuries of having yeah. a job in the industry right is it's not as important it's still important but not as important um but also to bring it back Stefan was going to tell us his techniques for getting better at doing it, and we went on a tangent. So, Stefan, back to you, buddy. Yes. So, um, so from my perspective, one of the things that I do is I um, on 
so this is my schedule, personal schedule in that sense. I cook my foods on Monday evening. So, no, no, but this is... <laughs> oh my God, get to the point. I was born <laughs> in... <laughs> no, 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 I think this is very important because... You know I people to... accuse us of bullying Stefan on the podcast, but yeah. then he, we're like, how do you get better at personal work? And he's like, well, first of all, I cook my food. <laughs> no, uh, my, I mean, the eventual point in this is... Okay, yeah. Finding um, even one or two hours. Yes. Uh, and to find those one or two yeah. hours is to optimize a little things yeah, yeah, yeah. that you care about. Like for for me, I want I care about like the amount of food that I eat. Yeah. Uh, and so I will cook on Monday evening for like four days, and I wouldn't cook on Sunday evening because Sunday evening is where I can still be doing personal work, for example. Mm-hmm. But I know that on Monday um, evening when I come back from work, I might be tired, so I use that time to cook for... You're so organized. For, You're so organized. That, that day I cook for four meals, which is my four lunches, and my dinners are usually always after that, mm-hmm. going to be very simple to cook. Yeah. And if I have simple uh, dinners to cook, like literally 30 minutes or something, that's still fairly healthy, if I can make it, then uh, I have time to do personal work in the evening. So I think I think though yeah. it's pretty like honestly it's pretty realistic to carve an hour out of your day for something that you really care about yeah, um, so. because a lot of the time if you look at like really how a lot of people spend their days there is a lot of time where people do quote unquote like winding down or relaxing and I think it's about making an active choice to so much time on Instagram yeah right? not be on Instagram for an hour not watch Netflix for an hour. It's not to say there's anything wrong with doing I'm those things I'm trying to get rid of addictions if you have. Like, I used to... Oh, yeah, meth. Co- yeah. Don't do meth. <laughs> okay, it doesn't help. I have to tell you. I mean, Cocaine probably Since I quit yeah, meth, yeah, like, I do yeah. paintings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, meth might help in the short term. Because <laughs> I think it would give you a similar boost of energy to cocaine, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, um, so, I'll research it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, for example, playing video games. Like, some people like to play video games, mm. and that's fine. I found video games very addictive for me personally. Um, and I found that when I played them, I would end up like not enjoying it unless I played it with a specific group of friends that mm. I wanted to play it. So unless I used it as a social tool. Yeah, exactly. But if I just went and like played, uh, or, you know, there are some games that I enjoyed, like I played Death Stranding, but that was also because I liked the visuals. Because you like running in the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the visuals. Stop it. Uh, and um, It is very cool visuals. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, yeah, so for example, if you have less of those things, like sometimes you imagine you like sometimes when you watch a TV show, you know, you get home and you're like, oh fuck, I I should do personal work, but that TV show, I want to see it, you know? Like if you if you if you're like Daniel, then you just have it on the other screen and you just do work and that's Although that's interestingly, what Dan does. I focus much worse when I'm watching TV at the same time. I do tend yeah. to multitask, but I've been trying to um, I watched a very interesting video which was called like the scourge of doing two things at once which was about how in the modern day people tend to always try and do two things at once rather than just focusing on one thing because we have such like it's not about it's not really to do with having short attention spans but it's just like our time is so precious because mm. so much of it gets taken up by work and other responsibilities that we have that you know are just like full of the modern day that when you get home, you're like, I'll cook my dinner and watch TV because yeah, I don't have time. YouTube. Yeah, because you don't have time to do those things yeah, individually yeah. anymore. Um, and I've been trying to more actively do one thing at a time, which I think actually does help a lot. I don't know why we're talking about it. Sorry, I completely, I'm, I lost it's, track it's, of my It's also thoughts. about selecting what you do at the same time as what, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A lot of time... Listening to I music know, is fine. Yeah, listening to music is fine work, yeah. with pretty much everything for me. Then watching videos, 
uh, it's fine with most of the tasks that don't require uh, too much design. Like you know, if I yeah, do, yeah. if I do a paint, uh, if I polish an image, let's yeah. say the design is already done, that's fine. I can watch stuff at the same time. But if I'm doing a design-driven uh, tasks, then watching video is going to be difficult. So I, I kind of choose what I'm doing. There's there's some spaceship designs that I did recently in my own time, and I spent one evening. I was listening to music and I did four designs in two hours mm. and they were quite like clean line art. Then an evening afterwards, I did four designs in four hours because I was watching a TV show at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it can be quite linear yeah. like that. And I think once you, but also like, you know, sometimes it's fine to watch a bit of TV because you're tired and you just want to watch the yeah, TV. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, like, sometimes when you, when that's, like, when you want to start to do some personal work mm-hmm. and, like, the way you started is that you just watch something and, like, yeah. you makes you a little bit chill and then you start to do stuff. Yeah. That so helps. Final um, bits final, of advice. I'm just trying Doesn't to... Stefan usually give us a final heartwarming yeah. notion to end yeah. on? I, I just, I think just to op- optimize... Uh, no, let's not talk That's about That's not very heartwarming. Yeah. Just, just I think we've ask personal... yourself what you like to do. Ask yourself why you want to do it. If it don't make sense, do it. If it doesn't make sense, then don't do it. Like, just... Yeah. And if you... And believe in yourself. Yeah. And if you... No, and if you want to no, do it... No, don't believe in yourself. Uh, you should believe in yourself. Doubt yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Never the, trust yourself. The more you doubt yourself, the more, the better you get. No, uh, and also, I would say, as... As Daniel said before, then if you if you is there something that you really want to do, you can carve out like an hour a day to do it. I'm sure you can you can manage it, and then you'll be fine. Yeah. And even like one hour a day for personal work, uh, like seven times, seven times during the week, it's good. And just one more advice I want to say: like if you struggle with personal work, sometimes it's good to have like every now and then spend like a whole Saturday or a whole Sunday because it can help to move your project a lot forward and give you extra motivation. So that's, that's something that I do as well. Sometimes that's how I do it. I I don't do one hour per day. I can't do that. I just do. If I have a project, I'm gonna speed run it, and I then see. I'm gonna work like for a weekend on it yeah. or like for a whole day. But do whatever works for you. My closing bit of advice. Um, if you start with half an hour, you can build up to an hour. If you can do an hour, you can build up to two. If you can do two, you can build up to three. And you can do... And if, you can if you're, quit your job and you do only personal work. But, and, well, I mean, just to, but just to the point of if there is something that you really want to achieve and you really do want to build up your portfolio and make a lot of stuff, it's totally achievable. You just mm. have to build your way up to it. It's like building a muscle. You, you, you need to facilitate yourself to do it. Yeah. Like it takes, it takes will and time to do it. You cannot yeah. just... Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. So just like Nike always says, just don't do it. Over time, you will build it up and you will be able to just do it. That's the famous Nike perfect. slogan. Uh, yeah. yeah, a perfect note so. to end on. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the end for today's episode. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed listening. And if you want more, please feel free to subscribe. We release episodes every two weeks. And if you want any more additional information about the podcast or the event, be sure to check out our Instagram link in the description below. Uh, thank you again to all of our wonderful sponsors for the event. Uh, Jules just made a hand signal at me. What does that mean? He was saying, ring the bell. Ring the notification oh, bell. and ring the notification bell. Uh, I'll get that next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Take care. See you.